0: Welcome to this week's episode of Eye of the Swarm. I should probably stop saying this week because we're this never episode? we're never sure if yeah. it's going to be a weekly thing or what could happen because with COVID or internet outages like last week, you know, we right, yeah, don't all, we can't to... always bring it together like we normally would, but we are this week and with we our production engineer or KWS Sports Radio's version of duct tape, Elliot Sweary, and The Big Sound, Matt Johnson. I am John Garver. And how you doing,
1: Matt? I'm doing just fine. How are you?
0: Well, I'll, I'll We're say, above zero degrees. I'll say the same thing to you yeah. I said to Elliot earlier. Do you want me just to answer that with a fine, or do you want me to explain how I really feel?
1: <laughs> well, I'll say this. Like Yesterday, I went to uh, work for the YMCA, which is my other job. And um, on the way in, I noticed it was 10 degrees <laughs> above zero. Above zero. And uh, I was thrilled. And I, I kind of stood outside for a minute. I'm like, this is kind of nice. You it was, know, it was I mean, 15. I'm not usually someone who will say that 10 degrees represents a heating trend, but that's where we are right now. And it looks like next week we're going to get in the 30s, either.
0: Yes. I, it was 15 when I walked out of our building yesterday. And it, it honestly felt like. It was in the 40s. Oh, man, I'll tell because you. Because this has been such an extended snap. And it, it's been a long time since we've had one like this.
1: The first time it really hit me how cold it really was was last Friday. I actually had a UMD women's game. Um, they were playing Bemidji State. It was a big game, and it was an early tip. They, they've been tipping their games at 4 and 6 on the doubleheader so on the weekend. Um, 6 on Friday and 4 on Saturday. This was a 6 o'clocker on, on uh, Friday night. And I had the chance to walk outside after the game was over because we got at about 8, 8.30, went off the air. And got my stuff together. And then uh, walking out to the parking lot, um, which for Romano Gym is about a half block, probably behind the gym. Um, I walked out with two of the players and their parents. And we were walking together. And all of a sudden, it hit me. And this was without windchill even, how cold it was. At 830, it was like 18 below. Yeah. And I'm one of those people that I can deal pretty well with cold for the most part. Usually, it's windshield that gets me. But when it gets to be that air temperature... It's just cold. Yeah, like there's just no, you know, I mean, there is no wind chill. You know, I'm fine except for wind chill. No, I wasn't fine. Yeah, it's 18 below. Right, I'm not fine. Right, you know, I just need to get to my vehicle, and that was when it really hit me how cold the snap this has been. Yeah, you know,
0: yeah, and it just it hasn't. It's been relentless. Yeah, it just hasn't let up. I mean, you're going on nearly two weeks now of barely getting. Yeah. the minus
1: sign off your high temperature. Right, yeah. And we had a, a couple of weeks like this back in 13, and we also had, I think, maybe 14 or the 15. The winter of
0: 13, 14 was the one where I, I just remember- That was brutal. Almost all of January- That was like a month. It seemed like it yeah. was below zero. And that was that horrible winter where we had the we record, were, record snow and record cold. Yeah. You know? That was the year that- Where I old man Winter said, I am going to set We up were colder than right
1: the North Pole and then also Mars, I think, at one point. <laughs> or something like that. Somebody was- uh, comparing our temperatures yeah. to what they typically experience on the planet Mars, <laughs> so <laughs> I, uh, you know nobody lives on Mars, so they don't actually experience it. But right. our air temperatures were somewhere right around there. So I guess all things considered,
0: the fact that there's no negative sign in front of the temperature right now, okay, yeah.
1: we're we're doing all right then. And, and and real games, real games, real too, games. Yeah. Let's talk about it. All right, let's talk about them. Uh, we'll start with men's basketball. They had their home open, home opener at long last on Saturday at the Mertz in Superior. Um, unique circumstances because of COVID-19 protocols. Yellow Jackets have a roster, for those of you who are not aware, 18 players on the roster. They had seven available, uh, one starter from the first game only. So this was basically a completely kind of just roll the ball out there and play game on Saturday, and uh, it was a tough one. It was a tough one. The Yellow Jackets ended up losing to a team that was really on a roll coming in, by the way, North Central. The Rams playing really well. They came in undefeated in the league, and they'd already played 10 games. Jackets have played one, so right. just add to the strangeness of this year. Yep. And the jackets, despite leading late or late in the first half, guess midway through the first half, twenty sixteen. I thought they were playing pretty well at that point. Yep. They just ran out of gas. Yeah. Uh, the Rams went on a thirty-two to two run. They were up forty-eight to twenty-two at the break. Outscored the Yellow Jackets forty-six to twenty-seven in the second half and ended up winning it by the score of 94-49. I kind of throw that game out the window in terms of stats and stuff like that, just simply because of the circumstances. Right. You know, I went in. Uh, Coach Bolkowski, he interviewed uh, invited me to come in the locker room and, you know, talk with the guys a little bit and at the end of the day, the guys just really wanted to go out there and play the game. Yeah. You know, and they got the game in and there were some good moments, but for the most part they were just so undermanned that they just couldn't overcome what was basically in front of them. Yeah. That and North Central went absolutely ballistic from three. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a team shoot threes like that, uh, at the college level. Yeah. That was a that was a record for me. I've never seen forty four attempts and 21 makes from beyond the arc right at at one point we were at the at the scorers tables kind of looked at each other and said they can't miss yeah i mean they were banking some of those in
0: right (laughs) you know i mean it was it was like they were playing out on just at the playground yeah and basically calling their shot yeah and yeah i have never seen
1: a team hit like that from the outside well and they came in averaging north central now about taking 28 threes a game so they shoot a lot of them And they came in shooting about thirty-seven percent, which means they make about ten of them per game. But yeah, they went twenty-one for forty-four from beyond the arc against the Yellow Jackets on Saturday. That is, you've got to be a really sharp shooting team to be able to keep up with that. Yeah,
0: they it was. I mean, that's NBA
1: style game plan. Yeah, exactly. It was a lot of three-point shots. I think they about three-quarters of the shots they took for the game were three-pointers. Yeah. If I looked at the stats, I don't remember what their overall field goals were. No,
0: but I think it's it's about seventy five percent. Yeah, it was something like
1: outside. that. Jack had shot just twenty seven point four percent, but a lot of that was because of fatigue. Guys were just out of gas. Yeah, and having to do things that you know they weren't wouldn't necessarily be asked to do in a normal game situation. Uh, like Eli Vogel, who was one of the co leaders in scoring. He was five for twenty from the field. He scored thirteen points, um, but he played point guard. Yeah, for about almost forty of that. 40 of those minutes probably about 39 and a half of those minutes he played point. He's a two guard. He's not used to handling the ball, so that was a big wear on him. Um and he like I said one of two Yellow Jackets scored in double figures, the other one being Jackson Milstead, who was the best Yellow Jacket in nice the game. Day. Yeah, he had a nice game. He had a nice game. 13 points, 4 for 7 from the field and 5 for 5 from the stripe. He played 21 minutes had 13 points and he played well. Yeah. I thought he was I thought he was a very very bright spot on the day for the Yellow Jackets, so um, that was their one game, and uh, they're still fighting the COVID nineteen bug. So. I just I feel so badly for them. I I really do because that
0: that's just been it just it, it just can't get going. Yeah, you know, and when you talk about sports at any level, and it's it's one of the roughest that I I've seen where they just they they just can't escape it. Yeah, they're they're having a hard time just yep. getting around it
1: right yep. now. So uh hopefully better days ahead but uh they they have to be yeah better days have to be ahead yeah um because right now they're like i said they're literally done seven guys yep. um and for the bounce of the season that's not sustainable no no so we'll see what happens with them women's basketball unfortunately has lost their third straight last week they played one game they lost to north central as well 67 to 47 at clark danielson gym in minneapolis on saturday that's a good north central team I think they went to 13 and two with the win. Yep. and they're I think they're undefeated in the league too. I, I think. believe they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a game that the L Jackets trailed big after they one. Started slow. Yeah, 24 to six after one, 32 18 at the half, and 55 to 33 after three. I mean, the Rams just kind of jumped on the Jackets and they could never get back. Biggest problem for the Jackets they didn't make enough shots. 25.4 percent shooting while the Rams weren't much better at 38.9, but the Jackets just couldn't find it. Uh, one player scoring double figures that was Kaya Davies. Eleven points. She's five for sixteen from the field, but the biggest symptom, like I said, just not making enough shots. Tough way to go, but yep. sometimes you just can't find the bomb of the net, and that's right. unfortunately what happened for the women's basketball team in their one game last week. Women's hockey, though, they didn't have a problem finding the back of the net. They no. did a lot. Fourteen times, yeah, fourteen times in two games, <laughs> <laughs> and the score was the same. <laughs> seven to one, easy math. Yeah, exactly, seven to one uh, on their first win over Northland. That was at. Uh, um. Westman Arena to open up the season, and then they followed up with a 7-1 win on Saturday at the Bay Area Civic Center in Ashland on, like I said, that Saturday afternoon. The Yellow Jackets had seven different players' score, so that's good. Good yep. balance. Started out with Jamie Davison scoring from C.C. Hayes at 13 minutes of the first period, then Kaylee Wood unassisted at fifteen forty four of that same period. Make it 2-0 after one, and then the Jackets went a little bit crazy in the second period. Scored three goals in the first 4.55. First one coming from Jenna Curtis from Amber Heidenreich at 132. Then it was CC Hayes from Imagine Sargent at 254. Sargent herself from Wood and Hayes on the power play at 455. And then Megan Dulong finished out a big scoring period for the Jackets from Heidenreich at 1359. Jackets got their seventh goal from Tessa Jordy at 1804, the third period from Wood and Hayes. They're making a 7-1 final. Jackets held a 45-10 edge in shots. Rose Beeman, the freshman. She got nine saves in goal to get the win. First collegiate start. Yeah, yeah. I know you and I watched a little bit of it online in your office, and, um, yeah, nice way to go. Mm -hmm. You know, that four-goal second period, that makes a big difference. It does. (laughs) It does.
0: Yeah, when you can get a little breathing room, that's a good thing. Yeah,
1: especially when you score them quickly like that. Right. Three and 455 is a lot. Yeah. So that was – a good week for them, and they've got a couple of toughies this week. We'll talk more about that in the last uh, segment. Yep. So they got a tough, tough test coming. Yeah, so that two and zero is a good way to start because they're gonna now the competition ramps up quite a bit. Yes, it does. Same thing with men's hockey. Men's hockey two and one on the season, two and one in the, My- in the WIAC. They lost uh, last Wednesday, a week ago today, as we taped this on a Wednesday. The UW-Eau Claire, one of the top teams in the country, five to one on Wednesday at Hobbs Ice Arena in Eau Claire. The Jackets only trailed two to one with nine fifty six. Elapsed in the third period. Pavel Mikasinov scoring the L Jackets. Lone tally from Will Blake and Jordan no. Martin. Was it? No. That's what they have. It was already. Was it? Kirchyev, okay. yep. Okay. Well, that's what they had. They had Pavel. But anyway, the Blue Golds netted three goals between 13-14 and 16-41, however, in that period to put it away at 5-1. to one. So it was a 5-1 to one game that wasn't necessarily a 5-1 to one game.
0: Yeah. It's, when I talked to Coach for the interview for tonight's broadcast, uh, we, you know, was it it was a five one that wasn't, okay. you know, because you're a two one game with roughly seven minutes to play, okay, and then a couple key mistakes at very key times, yeah. and the next thing you know, it's because the team had good. The next thing you go from planning, you know, from starting to lay out your plan for pulling the goaltender, going your six on five, here's what I want in the first half of
1: it, here's what I want in the second half, to huh, well, I guess we don't have to worry about that now. Oh, <laughs> so there you go, it happened that quickly. So, Turchyev, by the way, from Blake and Martin. I just want to make that clear. Yeah, Turchyev with the goal. But again, the Blue Golds taking advantage of some Yellow Jacket errors and scoring three times in two minutes. And, or three good minutes. Team.
0: That's a good team there.
1: Yeah, three minutes and 27 seconds. Yep. In the third period, to put the game away? UWS unfortunately outshot 34-16 for the game. Oscar Svensson, 29 stops for the Jackets, and then they had their return matchup against the Blue Golds. And I know this was a bummer because you had a nice conversation lined up. With Anton Swenson, who... Yeah,
0: I was going to play that between periods. I'll play it tonight. Okay. You know, yeah,
1: there we go. so when everybody hears this, it will have already played, but... Ah, it's still good to know, though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we can go back and listen to it maybe another time. Anyway, they had their return matchup scheduled for last Friday at West Arena, canceled due to COVID-19 protocols, so... Yeah. Bummer.
0: Yeah, uh, and it's a little different than the, the WIAC rules that the hockey team lives under is different than the UMAC rules, and in the WIAC, they basically said if... It's not a postponement, it's a cancellation. Right. And that's not exclusive to hockey. That's across the board in all right. their sports. So if they if the game has to be canceled for one reason or another, you're not getting it back. Right. Yeah. And that's the big bummer with that's what the, That's the that's the tough doing.
1: part. Yep. Yeah. Nothing can be rescheduled. Yep. So unfortunately they just lost that game to the against a blue goal team that was really good, like you really said. So would have been a good test. Mm-hmm. Uh men's and women's indoor track. The women were in action this weekend. They hosted their second and final. Regular season indoor meet of the 2021 campaign. Saturday at Lydia Thiering Fieldhouse. Alexa DiCavato followed up on a 60-meter hurdle victory her first time out with a second one on Saturday. And she bettered her time, too. Yep. Won the first time in 10.55, 10.55. She won this time at 10.49. So she shaved six hundredths of a second off of her time. So congratulations to her. She also finished third in the high jump, jumping a height of 4 feet 7 inches. Brooke Keenan was third in the long jump with a distance of thirteen feet four point two five inches kasha Hewlett meanwhile placed second in the weight throw with a distance of forty two feet nine inches and now they are off until the UMac championships in two weeks but the men they'll be in action this week and we'll talk more about that at the uh, in the final uh, segment but uh, as far as on field stuff or it's the week that was that's the week that was women's softball was picked third by the way they were in the UMac uh, preseason poll behind uh Preseason favorite St. Scholastica and uh, Northwestern. Correct. But uh, yeah, as far as actual events on the uh, on the field of competition, that's uh, that's what happened last week.
0: All right. about right. we talk some tennis. All right. Let's talk some tennis. We're going to take a timeout and we will come back. We will have head coach C.J. Schaffner and Maya Callaway from the women's tennis team to uh, talk about their season, which gets underway this weekend. All that and more when I have the Swarm continues right after this.
1: Can I borrow the sports page? Are we sure we're ready for this expansion?
0: Of course we're ready for it.
1: It's a great idea.
0: Let's celebrate with a vacation. (laughs) I'm thinking Hawaii. We're ready for you.
2: Is it okay if my friend comes with?
0: Of course. Imagination's always welcome here. Bring us your best ideas. Let's see how we can help. National Bank of Commerce. Imagination's welcome. We're back on this edition of Eye of the Swarm, and even though it's for the second straight week, we haven't had a temperature above zero, it doesn't seem like spring kind of weather, but it is, and uh, I guess no better time for us to talk a little tennis than now, because the uh, tennis season starts this week, so we have Maya Calloway from the women's tennis team, head coach C.J. Schaffner joining us. And uh, So, outside on Sunday? <laughs> we're going to yes. try it. And, uh, we'll, we'll be in the field
2: house <laughs> on campus. So,
0: Thankfully, right? Thankfully, yeah. 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 It's supposed to be 30 on Sunday, though. Oh, so. come on. I
3: thought we were wave. shoveling tomorrow. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going you outside.
1: You guys should be out there sunbathing. I mean, <laughs> yep, holy yep. cow. You know. <laughs> we'll shovel the
2: courts off, get yeah, the nets that's up. that's what I was thinking. Play under the lights. Yeah, it'll yeah, be good. I thought we
0: should, from because we're we're talking about the different videos we want to produce and everything. And I thought we should legitimately try to set things up once outside. Yeah. And, you know, basically try to play with a snowball. I think it would be
3: funny. And kind
0: of set the stage for the whole video just by going, nah, this doesn't feel right. And then go into something a little more
1: Tennessee, I guess. Another thing we could do is, you know, they could play outside. Not the state Tennessee. They could play outside and they could also kind of show those Southerners who are. Freezing (laughs) at 30 degrees how it's done, We should get all the Brazil guys out (laughs) (laughs) there. Look, we're uh, playing tennis, and it's 30 degrees, and we're thrilled
2: it is. Can we flood the courts? Get some uh, ice skates on? Ice skates.
3: That would be a good video. Have you not
0: seen the video? Uh, Do I have to add this to the list, too? Add
3: it to the list.
0: It was maybe two winters ago um, of tennis on skates.
2: Yeah, I've seen
0: it.
3: Wait. Yeah. I saw that on Instagram. Yeah, it yeah.
0: was it was really cool, and cause let's I, do I remember it. sending it to Sam Westgard, going, "Okay, here we go. No, well, Sam, this is made Sam, for you. Yeah, this one's yeah, made let's
4: for do you.
1: It. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we if you're gonna it. do a hybrid of the two sports, I mean, yeah.
4: hey, you
3: yeah. know, I think let's... we should do it.
2: Scrimmage of the hockey teams.
3: Yeah, well, I think we we'd definitely win. We should Maybe. just like
1: send, I think, all of these <laughs> interesting links to Maya. I hope they. I
2: will watch that. I hope the
0: aforementioned Brazil players can handle. I think it as would be, well as you I say think they it can. Would be
3: really good comedy <laughs> yeah, it would be good it would be good yeah.
1: <laughs> it does sound like this is a an ongoing thing with the brazilians on the ice
3: well they're they're so obsessed with like trying to learn how to skate and do all the winter stuff and then they just it's great you just have to you just have to watch it <laughs> like i think lorenzo the first time he saw snow he literally sprinted out of the restaurant we were in and just like was freaking out about like the Like the smallest little inch of snow. It was the best thing I've ever seen.
1: It takes me back to a drive I had through the panhandle of Texas, which is, by the way, under snowfall right now. And um, (laughs) we were on our way to Phoenix, the Phoenix-Scottsdale area, Scottsdale-Phoenix. And uh, it was my mom and I, and this was probably 10, 15 years ago. But we were driving along, and they had had a quote-unquote blizzard. (laughs) Which in Texas does not mean a blizzard. <laughs> in Texas, it means there was a little bit of snow that fell on the road. Well, all these like trucks were pulled off to the side and like these cars. Here we come with our Minnesota plates just going right through everything. <laughs> 70, 75, we're looking around. It's like, what is wrong with you people? have you ever seen snow before? And then we had to go, no, they haven't probably. A probably not. Yeah. And, of course, it was no. all gone by morning. It was right. probably all gone before the day was out. You know, but, yeah, it, it was like a City full – City shutdown. It was like a full-out like panhandle meltdown. Like they, <laughs> they just like – Oh my God, there's snow and it's, you know, there's moisture and it's not rain. It's (laughs) snow. We got to pull off to the side of the road. Who knows what might happen?
0: And then, meanwhile, when CJ moved yeah. here, we got two and a half feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. yeah, actually,
3: that's the first time I saw you. Yep, you yep. were like, we were all like, "Is that coach? Is he driving down? Is that the new coach?" Yeah, we yep. were spying on you. I, th- you. I think that
1: was uh, Mother <laughs> Nature just kind of reminding you of what you had gotten yourself into. Yeah,
2: warm welcome. It's been been good since. though. emphasis <laughs> <laughs> on the warm, right? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. What has it been like though? Because
0: it, we 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 have to do this would be the the COVID section of oh, the. No of the broadcast and it's like it's
1: like now that that covet you know when there's there's people that
0: there's people that got cheated and i'll always go to cj Pillith from the track and field team i feel like he got cheated the most but i i look at you and go you you really (laughs) got messed up by this because you had your team for maybe three weeks a month and then Everybody got sent home, and it was over. So what is that like for you as the new coach of the program to really not even get a first season?
2: Yeah, it's it's weird because we used to think, you know, month by month, and then all of a sudden stuff started happening. We would think week by week, and now we're day by day. Um, but to be honest, I don't know what normal is up here. So <laughs> I don't really have anything to That's compare good. this to. Um, so I'm just Keep excited that, that, you know, like if we can get through this, like – Holy cow! We can, we're going to be striving next year, the year after, when "quote unquote" normal happens, and you know we've we've figured all the the kinks out, and we're doing okay. But it's it's been weird.
3: No, I agree. <laughs> no, I've like trying to remember, and I'm like, oh no, this is normal. We all just get screened every day. Yep,
2: yep, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, I, we're excited for something to change, and at the same time, too, we're making the most of it. What, what we talk about often is too like. We never know when our last practice is going to be mm-hmm. and we kind of we build off that. So day in and day out we're coming in working hard just because we don't know if we're practicing tomorrow. Hey, we tested yesterday. All right. Let's go. Let's get ready for Sunday. Um, but mm-hmm. it's it's really day by day, week by week and I can't wait until it's month by month again. So right. yeah. that's kind of where we're at. Well, that's the yeah. aim, right? I think yeah. it's that's the, what, the only yeah. way you can
0: approach it. I mean, it, yep. uh, you can even go more granular than that and say it, it it literally can be hour by hour. Yep. Yep. You know, where you can get to yeah. And literally. It, an hour, or like Greg with well, the basketball team is year. on the trip and gets called and says, turn the bus around. Yeah. Exactly. We're, we're, right. you, we we're got to come home. So, I mean, it, it literally can be hour by
2: hour. Well, yeah. yeah.
3: Last year, we were like an hour away from getting on the bus to go to Florida. And then you were like, sorry, everyone. We're not going.
2: Yep. Yep. Everybody's asking me the week of, yeah. should we be packing? I didn't yeah, pack. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, neither I did I. I didn't pack.
3: Okay, good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, the athletes, I think, that were on the road, though, like CJ and the other ones. That was, I think, tougher just because... That was brutal. Yeah. Yeah. He's at the national championship, And he's there with his coach by himself. I mean, it's him and Glenn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and then I think he had another thrower with him that came just to kind of, like, so he could compare notes and have somebody to talk with and stuff. But that's it. I mean, there were three, maybe four people on that whole trip. (laughs) You know, I mean, they literally were there and about to compete for a national championship, and he just, you know, he got pulled out from under him. And, you know, that that was kind of like the the ultimate microcosm of what everybody was dealing with at that point, mm-hmm. you know, yep. which is yep. almost, I can't believe it, but, and we talked about this last podcast, I think a little bit, almost a full year now. And it's been like the longest year ever. Well, <laughs> I just, mean, men, men's basketball played at home on Saturday. Yeah.
0: They were six days shy of a calendar year Yeah, from their last home game.
4: Yeah. Oh, jeez.
0: You know? Yeah. So,
1: yeah, it's, it's yeah, weird. yeah. It's been. I mean, it's been a year. It's been. Yeah, it's, it's been a year. It's been a heck of a decade that year. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's just, been a year. that's how wow. it feels. It, it feels like it, it no, should it's be just longer. Though, me right it feels now. like yeah. it feels like a year is not that long. But then you realize what all has taken place. Yeah, yeah. You know, just across the board, and it's mm-hmm. like, wow. Yeah. Have I'm, you
3: watched that Death of 2020 on Netflix?
1: It's I good. Am not.
2: Put, it's it good. List,
3: yeah. Put it on the list, Garver. Okay. Put it on the list. Wait, we're
2: adding links like crazy. Right? I know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Somebody write this down.
2: I, I will say the uh, it's good. Both teams, men and women, have taken it really well, um, and I know both sides are just pumped to play this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so seeing that fire is really exciting for the coaching staff too, because we know we can count on them and trust them this weekend, and uh, we're just going to build off that momentum going into the season. So. As much as we talk about COVID and all this stuff, we're ready to go. We're ready yeah, to play. I agree. Right, and so. you've been
3: incorporating a lot of scrimmages, so then we do have that match play against each other, and it's a lot of fun. We bring we bring the game, but we also have fun with it. I think so.
0: Yeah. A- has it been helpful seeing hockey, track, basketball finally get to compete again and go? Okay, that that that's yep. not just a fake light we're seeing at the end of the tunnel. Yep. It's legitimate. We are going to play.
2: Yep. Totally. And, and then the other thing, too, is uh, we I, I watch a lot of D1 tennis on just live stream, and uh, they're playing a lot right now. So we're seeing other tennis teams, collegiate tennis teams play. We're seeing the Australian Open go on yeah. with fans even at first, right? Mm-hmm. So right. we're seeing this happen. So it, it's, it's more than a light at the end of the tunnel. We're, we're yeah. here. So. In
3: my brain, I don't think of it as like oh, I might or might not have a season. I'm like, I'm going to have a season. I'm going to do everything. And I know all the rest of the girls on my team, are the same mentality, like we're going to do everything that we can do to play. So,
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. Each well, person kind of has their job, and we're taking care of it. So mm-hmm. Let's talk about it a little bit then. What do we... As it's
0: been almost two years since we've seen an extended picture of the, the program, so talk a little bit about where we're at. What are we going to see?
2: Yeah, so this week... Finally, today, mm-hmm. this morning we had practice. Yeah. I think we have a lineup for Sunday. So it, it took a while, but I think, I think we got a lineup for Sunday, which is exciting. Um, and then that being said, too, I, we haven't seen these other teams compete. So we don't really know what we're getting into. So we're going in, you know, we're going to do the best we can. We're going to take care of our job and uh, kind of do the best we can. And it, hopefully it's enough kind of thing. Obviously, that's so cliche to say, but at this point, it's especially true because we don't know. Yeah. you know I'm looking at other rosters they got freshmen, sophomores that we've never seen play before, right So um, we're, we're just trying to do the best we can and hopefully that's enough but
3: yeah I was going through some rosters trying to figure out who I'm gonna play and I'm like, I don't even know these girls. most of the girls that I played against two years ago were all like the senior juniors that have graduated by now and it's just like what's going on
2: Yeah
0: so it's it's exciting I mean, you're gonna be the powerhouse then, right?
4: i'll
3: bring it (laughs) i'll
4: bring it she says
0: i
1: don't think we don't need to worry about that do we has it has
0: it been doubly tough for you because you're you're essentially jumping to a new conference so you've you've got even more newness and unknown i guess than yeah yeah than you would have
2: yeah so i i've known these coaches in the in the umac for a year now i've i've seen wells around right the scholastica coach because we did some coaching in the summer together um right across the bridge but um the other folks we've just seen on virtual meetings and stuff and so i'm excited we've exchanged emails but i'm excited just to meet these coaches in person and you know talk to them a little bit hear their philosophies and see their squads and everything um, but that's something that i have never seen with this conference yet so that's <laughs> that's why i'm excited for sunday you know and the, the upcoming non-conference matches against these conference opponents um, because the umac is i don't know i really like it it's special but we don't. I don't know it personally yet. So that's what I'm excited for this year, just to meet coaches, meet teams, see these upperclassmen, see who's been making the buzz around there. So,
1: Well, and I suppose, too, if you look at the conference as a whole, everybody's pretty much in the same boat, really. Right. I mean, yeah. it's not like they're coming in with their lineup all set. Like, we know exactly who we are. We know uh-huh. who's going to play one, two, three, you know, in the singles, doubles, you know, portion of it. They don't know either, yep. so it is really just kind of a let's roll the ball out there and play it and see how we do.
2: Yep. You know, yeah. and that's why let's let's put our best foot forward. That's yeah. all we can do. You know, so
3: CJ really pushes that. You're always like, just control. You can control. Do your best. So yeah. that's what we do.
2: Yeah, because you're right. We don't know what their lineups are going to look like. Now, towards the end of the season, when we're playing these teams a second time or they've had matches under their belt, we're going to be able to see a little bit more, like what to expect and stuff, mm-hmm. and which is. I can't wait till we're at that point, but we're not there yet. Yeah, I know. So. I
3: want to do some stalking.
2: <laughs> <laughs> interesting way to
1: put
0: it. Yeah, that's an Oops. interesting word. Coaches, you were pre-scout. Yeah, is the, the way you
1: do it scouting, but stocking Breaking down film. Too. But I guess if you're going to go into the stalking uh,
4: terminology, I guess is...
1: technically that's what it is.
4: Yeah, <laughs> just saying
3: okay. how Stock it is. Okay, stalk
0: your opponents,
2: everybody. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, i have never loving oh this. One <laughs> but but it is fun to go online yeah. and see. There's a universal tennis rating is a new thing, kind of coming to the uh, come into the scene. So we can go on and see these these folks' previous matches and uh, just kind of compare. There's a Stop. whole rating system. So like, Maya's gonna play this weekend against another girl, and their rating is gonna be you know whatever it is. And then that rating is going to build throughout the year, and we can towards the end of the year. The goal is all right. It's going to be more accurate, so we can mm-hmm. see how are we going to do against these other teams that we have coming up.
3: There's a whole little graph thing yep, too. It's, yep. it's super cool. I yep. was learning all about it. Oh
2: so, wow! So yeah. it's like
1: very analytical. Like it's it is very, it's really it good is. for yep. stuff. It's advanced, advanced analytics, analytics has moved into tennis. It, it has. has wow. <laughs> yep.
2: yep. So no, it's exciting because I can't wait till we can build up some of that data and just compare. And yeah, because right now the data
3: is like from. Like the USTA tournaments that people would play, so years ago. Yeah, and, yep, my yep. ratings are from when I was twelve.
2: It's so bad. Yeah. <laughs>
3: it's bad. It's bad. we don't look at my rating.
2: <laughs> but no, that stuff is fun for Send us. Send me that link as well. No,
3: that's not. <laughs> we'll break going that on the down list. on the show
1: next oh, week. Wow, <laughs> do a little bit of stalking and see how you did. Yeah. All
3: right, <laughs> you wanted to dive down that rabbit hole. Go ahead.
0: Uh, How's your schedule structured? You talked about non-conference against conference schools. What's that structure going to look like?
2: Yeah, so we're going to play a few of our conference schools uh, this this winter here um, as non-conference matches. Uh, We're just trying to get a lot of matches and try to make up for missed opportunities last year. Um, We're also going to play a few of the UW schools. So we're going to have Eau Claire coming up here. We're going to go to. I'm sorry. We're going to have lacrosse up here. We're going to go to Eau Claire. potentially get some of the WIAC uh, women's teams around here or going to them. That's um,
3: exciting.
2: Yeah, so we're, we're trying to just get as much as we can in. Um, and if it means playing a team in a conference two or three times, we'll do it. We're just trying to play we matches. Just, yeah,
3: we just want to play. Yep. Mm-hmm. So
2: Yep. And then once we're done with that, we'll get into our seven conference matches, which will lead us up to that conference tournament first week in May. So. And
0: you're obviously hoping by at some point – to be able to make the move from indoor to outdoor at some
2: point yeah we got a match this on weekend this right weekend. that's right i forgot about that we talked about that yeah shoveling is coming up shoveling's coming yeah so we the, the <laughs> date i'm fund. looking at and this is ambitious and maybe that means it'll be a little later knock like on if, wood yep so uh march 21st we got lacrosse coming up here and it would be so awesome to play on our outdoor courts under wow. the lights on our four courts there, so.
3: Outdoor tennis is so much better. It, it, it really does make a difference. It is.
2: While the field house is awesome to have, yes. w- we look forward to being well, outside. And
0: I I want you to touch on this, because this isn't something I'm completely familiar with, but I know we, we've we got a really nice indoor facility, mm-hmm. but I know there are a lot of coaches that will not play on that surface. Explain the the issue that our indoor surface has that would... Well...
4: That would No, I, I
0: mean... Yeah. I, I'm asking yeah. an honest yeah. question because I yeah. don't know the answer. I just know that coaches don't like that surface and will push matches out to make sure they can play outside yep. or yep. want to play somewhere neutral in an actual tennis center that has a yep. surface that's acceptable. So
2: yep. Yep. I- explain that for us. Yeah, so it, Do you want it me plays fast. Time? It plays very fast. Um, so serves are very effective. Does that
0: mean it's too hard or is it too soft?
3: I mean, you just have to be quicker.
2: It's
0: too...
3: It's
2: too uh, smooth.
3: The ball it's doesn't like smooth. grip. Have you ever like felt it? or have you ever been on a tennis court? It's kind of like grippy almost.
0: Yeah, um, I used to play tennis. Oh. Play well, I tennis. didn't know this.
3: <laughs> well, have you played in the field house?
0: I have not. Go do it. I have Let not. me know. We, so. I value my Achilles
2: and my ACLs. <laughs> no, here's the thing. We got to <laughs> get sense. We gotta get Tyler that, that, that fun wheel, okay? So he can get out there and get get down there playing a little bit. We can get you two out there. We'll play some play some doubles. I like oh, it. Boy. There yeah. we go. I like it. All right. All give right. a shot. I'm in. I've been talking to Tyler to get that wheel for about a year now. So <laughs> oh, we if we can all get on him, we'll do $5 it.
3: $5 if you peg CJ.
2: <laughs> i need more money than that <laughs>
3: ten dollars <laughs> you're pushing it
2: <laughs> no but the, the surface we we love to have that facility because we can go hit whenever yeah. we want right mm-hmm. and it's on campus okay the the first year dorms two minute walk right if you live up in the upperclassmen yeah. dorms it's a five minute walk you can play whenever you want it and plays fast honestly That's the from
3: all the other colleges around here we have the nicest indoor courts it is nice because yeah, yeah you go to UMD or Saint's Glasgow's surface. Their indoor surfaces are even worse. They're even faster.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're lucky to have so what faster we have. is bad. Faster is bad okay. because you're getting to a, a real tennis court and it's going to be much slower. That okay. your, yeah, your but timing? then we
3: are really good when we go outside. I'm like, who?
1: <laughs>
2: Maya's is giving away all our secrets here. Oh.
3: <laughs>
1: well, tennis at the pro level. I mean, part of the judgment on the players is what surface they're playing on. Yep. I mean. Mm-hmm. Because some guys and girls are better on one surface than another. Definitely. You know, and it depends on what their style of their game is. So I can yep. totally see how that happens. Yep. You know, John and I come – he comes from a hockey background. I come from basketball. What is wood, ice, is ice at a certain level? You well, know? well that, that's part
0: of the reason I was getting – I asked that. And right. what I would, would say is because in, in hockey, you'll, you'll hear, well, the ice is fast tonight. Yeah. And that, that means it's, it's colder and it's harder. Sure. And if it's a softer ice because the building is warmer or the floor temperature is warmer – it's going to slow things down. Sure. You know, so it's it, in a way, and fast ice is good. So it's opposite of, of what you deal with in
2: tennis. Yeah, yeah. No, it it, it, it takes getting used to. But, but then
3: we, we don't even, like, yeah. I don't even notice it right now. Yep. I really right. won't.
2: I'll, I'll tell you this, the first week of practice is pretty rough. <laughs> it's <laughs> we, pretty rough.
3: I allow myself 10 little swing and the misses, yep. but it, it, we it, move it's, on.
2: It's
0: good. We get used to it. We get used to <laughs> it. 10 a day or 10 for the week?
3: A day.
2: You strike three near
3: start. I'm, just, start. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: No, you get used to
1: it. No, I don't it, think I yeah. will. So. Well, see, and that is interesting for me because it's, well, golf has this, a, a, a thing like that too, where sometimes With the, greens. the greens are fast, yes, mm-hmm, sure. or, or the you know the fairway is a little bit long. Like they'll you know, say stuff like that. Basketball really doesn't come in as much. It, it some floors have more bounce to them. Um, some floors are harder. Like our floor here is actually quite. It has a nice bounce to it, so it isn't as hard. It's easier to, to get up and down the court, and it's easier to, to be able to handle the ball on that. Scalasso's court is very flat, and it feels very like like you can tell there's concrete under there. So it, no, like I know what some you're courts, about. yeah, I know exactly like exactly what you're talking about. It, it, like it's it's very different in that regard. And some and some gyms have dead spots on the floor, and you have to learn where the dead <laughs> spots are on the floor, yeah. and, I, I and you can tell because you hit it, you know, like you'll bounce the ball on it, and like all the wood will move.
0: I think we had one in our high school gym.
1: You had a, a dead spot, yeah. yeah, and that just means that the, when the wood is old, needs to be replaced, right? But in tennis, it literally like the the the, the actual strategy will change depending upon what the surface is, and oh, so. Yeah. Yep. I know you guys play, I mean, outside obviously is a hard court on the interior. How would you even define what you guys have in the field house as far as the surface? Like, what would you even like refer to Like, clay almost? So we
2: well, just kind of really. categorize it as multi purpose. Okay. So that's pretty common, but there's so many different sorts of multi purpose. Um, so I, I can't give you the technical name of it, but right, I'm yeah, gonna go surfaces. look it up now. Okay. So
3: add it to the list. Yeah,
2: add it to yeah, the list. That's your list. Yeah. <laughs> it is a unique surface. Everyone's gonna have a list <laughs> coming up. Yeah. Oh gosh. Homework. We have lists and links. Those are the <laughs> yeah. two like homework. buzzwords of the day here. <laughs> yeah. But you know, no, it it's without it, we would struggle. Because then we're talking about going up to the indoor club in Duluth oh, four gosh. or five times a week.
3: There's only four courts for four all courts. the high school teams. Yeah. all the volleyball. Yeah. yeah no. So,
2: so we are so lucky to have that
0: on campus. Well, like, it's a luxury for you in some ways because there's plenty of times where you know you look through the window of the fieldhouse and you're you're having a one-on-one with an athlete. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. You know, and that's an opportunity you would not have. Yep. So a lucky. lot of places, so it's it's a luxury in a lot of ways and yep. and a real perk for the athlete knowing basically at just about any time pending other practices or activities in there, I can get in, I can hit, I can have a one-on-one with my coach. Yep. yep. You know, it's, it's a great thing.
2: Yep. And there's a ball machine down there. So if you, if you can't find a, <laughs> there's a ball machine down there, Maya. So if you can't find a partner to hit with, we can go wow. set that up. <laughs> Learning um, new things. So a ball machine, you got a cart of balls too. So like you can literally go take a cart of balls and surf. for Well, can we do hour. that
3: now with Corona? That's that's what I'm confused. We, we
2: cannot do that now with Corona. Yeah.
3: Okay. See, that's what I that <laughs> is what I was <laughs> saying. <laughs> Next year, <laughs> eventually,
1: well, hopefully, we'll be able to do that. Right? The, yeah. That, right. Yeah, okay, the, last cool. year, last year just, we were able to. Yep. Yeah, we would.
3: Yep. A just, bunch of guys between um, classes just go yep, and hit. Like yep. we all did that. That was nice.
2: Yep. Was so fun. I technically have to supervise this year for safety reasons, and it's been going awesome because we mm-hmm. haven't had a lot of cases. But in future years, yeah, you can go grab a court whenever you want. Yeah, so that's, it's so nice. Yeah. We love the field. Yeah. So this year, though, we're doing some just open hit times. So mm-hmm. I, I just shoot a text message in the in the group chat. Hey, we've got the courts, all four courts from you know, 1 to 2.15. If you don't have class, come on down and we'll hit a little bit. So that's been nice to have, too. Um, we're going to be doing that more and more now that we're really going with the season.
0: But, yeah. Was there any thought... Jumping back into the season, that's the clock. It makes a noise at the yeah. top of the hour. Um, it was was there any thought? And again, hard because you're on a day to day, week to week, hour to hour yeah. sort of thing. Was there any thought to actually get trying to get some competition in the fall?
2: Yep. Yeah. yeah. So we're we're working on that for next fall already. Ooh. We we want to get some sort of match play going in the fall. Um, this past fall, we were able to do a scrimmage and it was awesome. It was awesome just mm-hmm. to be able to work towards something um w-
3: we had a lot of fun with that
2: yeah it was great yeah right and uh looking back i wish we had, would have done it one or two more times too yeah
3: we all got like
2: but that that inter-squad scrimmage isn't necessarily something you see in a lot of programs mm-hmm. so that's that's a pro to this covid thing is we're gonna institute that into every year we're gonna do some sort of mm-hmm. inner squad scrimmage every year now once or twice we had
3: team names and everything it was yeah, great it
2: was like great it. so um but yeah Going back to the fall competition, there's a regional tournament at Gustavus. It's individual, so there's going to be singles and doubles. It's not a team event. Um, the goal is to get there and just to kind of get our name out there a little bit more as a new program. Um, this is our fourth year without competing last year. Um, we're just really trying to exp- like get the team some exposure, and we want to play some good players. So that regional tournament, it's the best of the best in the region. So there's two. There's a top bracket and a, a bottom bracket. And uh, we're gonna try to get there this, this upcoming fall and just kind of see what we can do. So. Is this something you competed in as a player? It is, yeah, okay. yeah. So talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so it's in the fall. Um, it's at Gustavus. You'll travel. So Concordia it was for myself. It was about five or six hours. You go stay overnight Dang. for a night or two. Um, it's it's really fun because you got the so they got the ITA bracket and you got the Midwest bracket. Um, and it's just it's It's legit it's legit it's the best of the best Uh, most teams only send you know their top four top six top eight kind of depends but you can't send everybody not everybody gets to get into this tournament it's kind of it's not invite only but um, you got to have a spot so typically you do like teams will do like one two or three singles and then two two doubles teams so
3: they did that in high school yeah it's it's, yeah like it was like east virginia Grand Rapids, yeah. Eveleth, and it was all like the one and two singles girls, and we all played. Yep, That yeah. was fun. I really liked doing that.
2: It's, it's a great invite, yeah. and um, it's good for the team too because um, you're sitting there cheering on your teammates against a ton of other schools. You're meeting some other school's people too, and uh, it's it's great for coaches too. You can chit-chat with all the regional coaches, and um, definitely something we want to do going forward. So
1: That is pretty cool. Um, yeah. Of course, other sports don't have that luxury where you can have – Right. You know, the top players in the region all come together at a certain location. Golf's the only one, right? yeah. yeah. I mean, well, that you Paul has played in that a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. The regional that's hosted down by Benedictine and mm-hmm. that's hosted down in Illinois. So this would be the tennis version of that. Yep. Um, and Gustavus is a good place to have Gustavus is a huge power in tennis. Yep. Have been yeah. for a long time. Yep. And plus the Lund Center makes it pretty easy to do it. Yep. So mm-hmm. it would make sense, you know, but, uh, that's very cool. And that's for both men and women, yep, and yeah, son? okay, they'll
2: go different weekends, so okay. I think it's one weekend, it's the the men, the next weekend it's the women, so okay. we'd get yeah. to go
3: watch, like does everyone go watch or no,
2: so that's something we'll have to oh, okay. some logistics stuff we'll have to figure out, um, but yeah, the goal would be to get as many people there as we can playing and watching, so, yeah,
1: very but, cool. I had no fun. idea, that's cool. I
2: didn't know Me that neither.
3: existed,
1: yeah, yeah,
2: no, it's it's super <laughs> awesome, I'd. I've been trying to get there since we got up here. Wait, so is that hopefully. the thing
3: you're talking about this fall? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. he it, has been talking about that.
2: <laughs> it, it didn't happen. I didn't know this. it was Gustavus that was hosting it. <laughs> it <laughs> no, you were gonna go.
3: No, yeah. I had no idea. It it I just, I just go fall, with
2: it. So we'll, we'll try next fall. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Talk about some
0: of the individuals now. Let's, sure. let's look at the rosters a little bit. Again, sure. tons of unknown because we haven't seen a whole lot Don't over the last the couple secrets. of years. So. Yeah. You know, yeah. without. Without giving up secrets and allowing people to start stalking your program, yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
2: Wells the roster a little bit. Wells, Matt, if you're listening in,
3: (laughs) hi, Wells. It's Maya.
2: (laughs) He loves me. Yeah, Um, greatest tennis podcast ever. (laughs) It really is. (laughs) Let's let's start with the women's side. Um, So we got our two captains, Maya and Waldo, Emily Wald. Um, They've been great with the team so far. Just everything we've asked for, they've done so. Um, we're probably gonna split them up in doubles this year. Cry so, face, cry face, um, <laughs> so, crying emoji. Yeah, exactly.
1: So we'll split those. Some cry face just got broken up. <laughs>
2: yeah. So those those two are, um, you know, they're they're in good positions. They've been here before. We're we're expecting a lot of them, and they know that. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, they'll be, you know, towards the top of the singles and doubles lineups, both of them. Um, and then we got a couple new faces in. So uh, Chiono is from Japan. She's going to be someone we look towards this year, too. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a junior this year. Um, she's doing great. She's doing awesome. She we're, just loves it. Yep. We're, mm-hmm. we're excited to see what she can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, then, and then there's just a ton of names that are fighting for spots. So Livy Grace, Callie, Rico, um, Let's see. And then Megan will be back as well. Um, who am I missing? Me. We already talked about (laughs) you, Mom. Just kidding. Meanwhile, though,
3: I think no, our girl seems pretty sure.
2: Look on your face.
3: I just like say. Just like you weren't paying
0: attention to the whole beginning of this part.
2: (laughs) Yeah. No. No, It'll be interesting too because our uh, we got a couple girls that are really close and level, Mm so um, they're gonna be kind of battling for a spot all year which is awesome, puts us in a tough position as coaches, but that's what we want.
3: And they have fun yeah. with it. They love it they too. Do. Yeah, yeah. playing so. matches against each other. Yep, yep. And mm-hmm. it's
2: it's exciting to see top to bottom get better too. With, uh, with only nine girls, uh, we're hoping Kayla can come back from an injury. Mm-hmm. Um, with only nine girls, they're getting a lot of time with uh, DJ and I, and we're really working on specific things to get us ready for these matches. Um, and it's just been really fun to see their progress so I'm excited on the women's side and I think we got we're we're looking good in conference so um, it should be good Mm -hmm. but yeah and then the men um,
3: they're stacked
2: we got a lot of new faces on the men's side Um, I guess some some guys we got to keep an eye on are still Michael Janes he's a sophomore this year um, we're looking. To, he's he a got captain. robbed of what would have, would have yeah, been a good freshman because yeah. yeah. he was cleaning up. Before he the, got yeah. robbed. Yep. He picked destroying up destroying everyone. Yeah, yep. yeah. Nice he was, wins. Yep. He was beating
1: the number ones on a lot of really good tennis teams. Yeah, he started before everything got shut down. Yep. he started
2: so um, undefeated at number one singles. So he he got some nice wins against Concordia, Moorhead, St. Mary's, St. Thomas. Um, yeah, what just, the? He, he was doing awesome. <laughs> so we're excited to see what he can do this year too. Um, And then we got a couple new guys transfer juniors coming in um, Andre from Brazil and then uh, Gary Gergo from uh, Hungary. So we're excited to see where they fit in Um, and then uh, Just just a toss-up for a lot of the spots We're we're
3: all wondering we're like what's gonna happen because you could do so many possibilities with the guys
2: So we got to figure out singles. We got to figure out doubles partners and um, it's been a puzzle and that's that's fun but um, we got a couple weeks, too, to kind of switch some things up and try some new things, and um, it should be good. So,
1: But you've got increased versatility, which is good, right? Like that's yeah, you've got a lot of different options that you can play with yep. yeah. as yep. far as the lineup goes.
2: Yeah, and that's something that since I got here, we've been, we've been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, even last we year. We switch it up all the time. We, we switch it up because a lot of our we're, – we're pretty deep. So mm-hmm. a lot of our guys are – and on the women's side, too, we're, we're fighting for spots um, pretty like on a day-to-day basis. So, one week you could be at four singles, the next week you could be at seven singles. You know, it just kind of depends what kind of week you're having. And um, it, that, that's what mm-hmm. makes it fun. That's what makes practice fun because the guys know they're having fun, but, but they they're know
3: competing. they're I, competing. Yeah, yep. we come right before or right at the end of their practice yep, and they're yep. all smacking balls at each other. They're yeah. like, wow. <laughs> so,
2: And they know it, they know they got a good group. So it's they all, it's exciting. Yeah,
3: I think overall on both teams, everyone's just really close, yeah. really good friends, which is always nice. Yeah, too.
2: yeah. So
0: do you do you try to structure it where you your singles players or singles players, your doubles players or doubles players, or no. is that not even part of the equation? If you're you're playing, you're playing.
2: Yeah. So that's part of the strategy with it. There's a few doubles specialists and a few singles specialists. I think this year it's going to be very evident um, that some people you know, are, are probably going to be focusing on singles only or only focusing on doubles. And that's fun as a coach because then we can just go out there with the two guys that I got as doubles specialists and really work on what they need to do on a doubles court. When the singles guys come out, we can work on just singles. When the other guys come, it's fun too because we can work on both. So uh, we're, we're trying a lot of new things this year with, uh, with both lineups. So Do you prefer singles or doubles?
3: Singles. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But she's a pretty good doubles player. She won't admit it.
3: I don't yeah. know. To be determined. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> but you're more comfortable playing singles. Is that yeah, it? I
3: never really. Okay. Well, in high school, when I played in high school, you couldn't, you didn't have the option to play singles and doubles. I would only just do like the summer tournaments with my sister and play okay. doubles. So coming to college, playing doubles was new for me, but it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm just learning more as the strategy, and CJ's really good at teaching me that. So, Well,
1: and that goes back to, like I said, some of the versatility. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, being able to play, you know, different spots with different people. Yep. Yeah. Under different circumstances. I mean, yes, you can play singles, more than likely most yeah. of the time, but, you know, also being able to play with a couple, maybe one, maybe even two different doubles partners will, yep. you know, be able to allow, you know, coach to change mm-hmm. up the lineups if a certain matchup works out. I mean, we talked about the fact there's a lot of uncertainty still. And Mm -hmm. that that might not come in for a while, but down the road, you know, that's probably where you want to go, right? I mean, because you want to be able to offer different looks depending upon who you're playing on a a given day. Yeah,
3: like on our doubles lineup, we could have a couple, like three or four possibilities, and then when Megan comes back, even more. So,
2: yep, Yep. yeah, no, versatile Mm -hmm. is a good, good word for us right now. I, I like where we're at. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Well, I've been like I had the chance to watch some of your practices last year, and I was impressed with the amount of compete the compete level, especially yeah. between the guys, yeah. players, I mean, really going after each other. Yeah. And so that was good. You <laughs> know? Yeah. But that's the kind of thing that, like, for guys like me and John, you want to see that in practice, though, because that's what's going to translate over to an actual match, yeah. Right. Yeah. is that competitiveness. you know? Yeah. And I've seen it with Greg's teams in basketball and, and with Zach's teams as well, you want to push them to really, you know, you know, this is not just practice going through the motions where we're trying to, you know, I, know it's some, I want you guys to really compete with each other. Because that's the kind of compete we want to have on a match day, right? I you think know? that's and why so. we do
3: those scrimmages too yeah. on the weekends. We'll do it on a Sunday scrimmage, which is really fun, because then we're actually playing a match. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm.
2: And one thing I will say too is kind of what you were alluding to, Matt, is something I've seen here is that competition on court or on the field, and then come together after that is it's kind of special here. I I don't know what it is, but it's really cool to see coaches handle that dynamic, um, just to see players going after each other, and then all of a sudden, you know, a fist bump and breaking it down together. I think it's really special here. So uh, it's evident with our teams, too, and it's, I love it.
3: Yeah, like this weekend, the guys, a couple, like the top three guys were really going at it with each other, playing matches, and then after, they all went to the cafe and ate some food together, and yep. I was like, dang.
2: <laughs> and you see every emotion. Yeah. You know, you see the frustration. You mm-hmm. see the energy, the high energy, the low energy, mm-hmm. the excitement, and you see their heads down here and there, and that's okay. We don't ex- expect perfection, mm-hmm. um, but when we see it, it's pretty neat, and yeah. we do see it a lot, which is, yeah. which is fun, so... Yeah. We've had you here for quite a
0: while today. I'm, I'm mindful of the time. So one more thing I want to touch on, sure. and then we'll, we'll let the two of you go. Um, because it's not just fueled because spectators aren't allowed, but because spectators aren't allowed, people can still watch because the iFan Sports Network will be, for the first time here, streaming our tennis matches live. What does that do for your program? Because I you, you don't see too many colleges at yeah. any level. Yeah. That are, are streaming their tennis. Yeah, John,
2: we're pumped. Craig, Sometimes. if you're listening, we're pumped. Um, <laughs> so pumped. Every, everybody at practice, like, when, when we talk about it, like, hey, are we streaming? Are we streaming? Like,
3: yeah, like, Leo's family down in Brazil is literally know. gonna be watching. Like, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> try to. Are you listening, yeah. Craig? <laughs> yeah. 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 So many. Yeah, and we have a lot of um, um, international students and yep. their family that gives them that opportunity to watch too, which is just super cool.
2: Yeah, I was talking mm-hmm. to Chiono and Ruriko yep. from Japan. I was like, "Hey, are your parents turning, tuning in this weekend?" And they're like, "Well, it's gonna be 2:30 a.m. But <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> said, on a different day. Well, <laughs> yeah, they're across the table like, Well, maybe yeah, they exactly. wake up early. Wake up at 5:30, watch the end, right? So, um, no, we're we're excited. I know, mm-hmm. like Libby's parents were. They're pumped to watch.
3: I have forgot um, to t- tell my parents.
2: Yeah, let your parents know. We got um we got some recruits <laughs> tuning in as well. So they're yeah. Like, A big thing, too, is they want to see our level, Mm -hmm. especially with the recruiting that we had to do. They didn't get to see a lot of us play. Usually our recruits get to hit in a little bit, too. Yeah, like they come Um, do visits. Yep, they'll do a visit, stay overnight, hit in with the girls on their own time. Uh, um, And they didn't get to do that this year. So Mm -hmm. a lot of them are really excited to see, all right, so Coach has talked about them and how they play. Now let's actually see it. So, um, no, it's...
3: The pressure's on. It, it's a
2: great, <laughs> great opportunity for us, and I'm so excited. Well, so. The, that was kind of the direction I wanted right, to go was yeah. with
0: the, the recruiting piece because, yeah, yeah. you know, more than just being able to see the level, they get to see your facility. Yep. You know, so in lieu of the on-campus recruiting visit that many aren't able to take, Yep. Yep. Th- this offers a, a glance into that.
2: Yeah, yeah. I shot uh, a text out to a, a bunch of recruits and, you know, commits, mm-hmm. and I said, hey, Coming your way soon is a link for this weekend. Make some time at 11.30 a.m. on Sunday. And every time I got a text back and they are all excited, all right, well, tune in right away, you know. Yeah. So, um, no, it's, it's super exciting.
3: And a bunch of the alumni, like a bunch of girls that graduated are excited to be able to come watch us. Well, not come watch us, but able to watch us play. So yeah. I'm excited. So. Well, I like
1: the fact that it's an international roster too. Mm-hmm. Tennis yeah. is one of those sports that is very international. Um, So cool. Yeah. I mean, it's become... Soccer has always been the international sport that everybody kind of recognizes because everybody in the world plays that sport. Mm So, and you see with Joe Mooney's team especially, you see a lot of international flavor on his teams, Um, you know, and they're from all over the globe, and it's the same with you guys. Yep. And if you look at you guys' rosters, the men and the women both, I mean, you're spanning the globe pretty well with who's represented on that roster, so... Able to get the international flavor because I will say this having been a broadcaster for Duluth, for Duluth FC, where about half of our roster on a given year is international, man, you can load up views big time, yeah, with oh, that international fun. flavor that's because fun. everybody is watching. And we had, we've had views, we've had games where we've had 3,500 people watching because of just, for just one game, just because mm-hmm. of the fact that it's international, and we've got kids playing from France and from Brazil and from you know yeah. all over the place. Yep. And so that international aspect of it, I think, is really cool. And like oh, you said, it not only helps recruiting, it also like just opens it up, not just in the United States, but anywhere that a guy wants or a girl wants to play. They can say, hey, Superior might be an option, especially if I'm looking to go to the States if I'm international yep. or
2: whatever. So. Yep. And... My has got friends all over the globe now, like you are saying. Yeah, like, yeah. from
3: a athlete-student perspective, like, it's super cool. Me and my mom were just talking about this, how I was, like, given the opportunity. Like, my world opened up almost, like, in college. Like, coming here, like, I have friends all over the globe, like CJ said, and I just learned so much about different cultures and different everything, and it's it's super cool. Like, I really got a lot more knowledge coming to college and playing sports with girls and guys around the globe. It's cool.
2: Yeah. And we got, you know, even throughout the United States. Yeah. Gavin's from uh Nevada, right? So yeah. we got we got folks from Las Vegas. There. Las actually. Vegas, yeah. So mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a pretty um you know, we got a lot of people on the roster that are from different places. And it's yeah, Colorado, California, yeah. Texas, yeah, everywhere. Yeah. North mm-hmm. Dakota, yeah. Mm-hmm. So no, I, I love that part of our our squad. It's mm-hmm. um bringing everybody together and sharing differences is really cool. So I'm teaching them all all to deal with winter if they're not from these parts. Yeah. Oh, right. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, and it's funny, too. We, uh, so we're doing a little questionnaire on the team. And, oh, uh,
3: I made a really good question. I said, what does you betcha mean? And the answers are just it's, great. It's
2: awesome. Uh, we're <laughs> excited. To, we're doing some uh, some introduction team intros uh, coming up here, and that mm-hmm. one's going to be on a lot of them. That it, was actually some funny, Leo's
3: idea because yeah. he thinks it's the funniest thing when people say you betcha. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so look out for that. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Does he know, but, though?
3: Kind of. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yes. he does. Okay. He looked it up.
1: There's so the
0: next many. Time I see him, I have to ask There's so him. Yeah, many regional like, things like that. You like, could yeah. put, like, what does oofta mean? Yeah, Ufta. yeah. Is it
3: yeah.
1: casserole or is it hot dish? Yep. Yeah. Pre- there's all kinds of stuff. Oh, we oh, should man. do
3: some more of those because, yeah, yeah that's. So well, especially funny. with the
1: international flavor of your roster, I feel like. Yeah. Like, that mm-hmm. would be. What's your interpretation
2: of this phrase? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, yeah. What was
3: Andre's response? Like,.
2: Oh, I don't remember. It was super funny. Head, but yeah, there's <laughs> some good ones.
3: like some I have ones. no clue <laughs> yeah. what? <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. What is this? Is this actual English? I d I don't remember learning this.
2: <laughs> and then <laughs> and then some of the people from around here is what doesn't it mean? Yeah, right. like you know, so. I use
3: it all the time for everything. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so it's it's I, exciting. I find I say ya yeah a lot. Yeah. And Ope.
1: people Yep. Yeah. Ope, Ope is, Ope is yeah. a big I one. S- <laughs>
3: I didn't realize I said that. I didn't either until somebody said
0: I think yep. it was actually my wife because she said that's a a northern thing. Oh, yeah. we don't say that down in Madison, but up mm-hmm. here it's a northern thing. Yep. I say it all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: yep. you yep. get kind yep. of like stuck in your little geographical area, and you don't like notice these differences. Yeah, yeah, we have a, a diff- we have slang terms. We we that have that a t-
0: regional <laughs> vernacular. That's
4: for sure. That's <laughs> for sure. Yes, yep. we do. Yeah.
0: So Sunday, eleven thirty. On yep. the iFan Sports Network, the UWS channel, how it's going to look is if you're familiar with it now, you open up that channel and you've got two screens basically, and you can pick if you want to watch the game on channel three or the game on channel four. And now it's going to have five screens. Wow. One for each court. Dang. So then once you determine who you want to watch, you click on that and you can watch. That one court exclusively, or just keep the one screen up and watch all five at the same time. That's they can just use them
1: ESPN because that's how they do it on that's ESPN. Plus. Basically yeah, they did do that thing. down that's in Florida. That, that's yep. basically what it that is. That's
4: so cool that we were doing that.
0: Actually. So 11.30 on Sunday, Martin Luther, correct? Martin Luther, men and women men at and 11.30. Women.
2: So we'll start doubles right at 11.30. I'm looking forward to so, it. Coach yeah. Schaffner, Maya Calloway,
0: thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. <laughs> we're going to take yeah, a break. You. We'll come back with the last segment of Eye of the Swarm right after this.
2: Workers Island Inn is now hiring, and there's a position just for you. Apply for front desk, housekeeper, bartender, server, cook, and dishwasher. We are hiring great people like you. Call or click for more information and apply today.
0: Final segment of this edition of Eye of the Swarm. That was a fun conversation. That was great. That was a lot of fun as we've evolved into more of the round table with a, a coach
1: <laughs> and an athlete. That that was fun. That was fun. That was about something we've done, I think. Um, agreed. You know, and it, it's kind of a, just an open conversation, which was cool. I don't like interviews especially in, in this it, kind it of setting it wasn't it interviewee no it was we didn't
0: just have to lead them anywhere they actually took the reins from the beginning and started talking right off. well the they bat, were talking so to each other and yeah it was and, great yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly
1: so you know in, in this in this kind of format like on a podcast like this i don't like to do what i would call a standard interview yep. where you just ask a bunch of questions you get a bunch of answers and then you tape record it like you do like we do for our games right i just like it like, needs to be more of a conversational kind of uh, interview mm-hmm. and that's what this was and I hope, like you said, that we can keep doing it.
0: Yeah, this was this was a good one. So thanks to them again for joining us. A lot of fun. They get underway on Sunday, um, the first home matches in a year. Yeah, as we've we've beaten that horse to death, or that we've beaten that dead horse even more than it deserved to be. But their first home matches in about a year, and we're excited about that. And that's yep. the that's the last of. This week's home events. Let's talk a little bit about what else is coming. Yeah, quite a bit. So
1: 11:30 a.m. by the way, on a Sunday on the IFan Sports Network, and it sounds like they're going to have cameras all over the place, so you're going to be able to watch five every- courts. Yeah, five courts going at once. So there'll be different channels. Craig's so got his work cut out for him. Yeah. So we'll see how that how that works out. Craig Marcy, our good friend over at IFan Sports. Uh, what else is happening this week? Like you said, that that kind of brings up the week. I mean, that's kind of we're highlighting that because they're starting their season, but there's a lot going on. So or quote unquote supposed to go on. Yes. We'll do the Let's, disclaimer right now. Yes, the yeah. disclaimer: There's schedule subject to change without notice. Exactly. So this week, this is what we have for this week. Um, tonight, this Wednesday, men's and women's hockey are both playing. Uh, the men are on the road at UW Stevens Point, and my good friend sitting to my left, John Garver, will be on with the, of course, the broadcast here uh, on the airwaves, ninety one point three FM, seven p.m. against the Pointers, six forty the pregame, and then there will be a return matchup this Friday. At Westman Arena, 7 p.m. again, the opening face-off, 6.40, the pregame. And hopefully, fingers crossed, nothing gets canceled. Right. <laughs> right? I mean, that's yes. – yeah, that's – and that's where we're going to go with this. Yes. That. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, women's hockey in the same boat, although they're playing one of the top teams in the country on uh, those two days. Starting tonight, they'll be hosting uh, UW-River Falls, a team that has swept up in the WIAC over the years, although they have some competition from Eau Claire. That's another conversation. But they'll be playing at Westman Arena against the River Falls Falcons. That'll be a 7 p.m. opening face-off there. And then the return matchup down at River Falls on Friday. Again, fingers crossed. Yes, 7 p.m. And then we'll get to the basketball portion of the schedule for this week. Men's basketball is supposed to be on the road tomorrow taking on St. Scholastica. Fingers crossed again. Uh, And then they'll be back home on Saturday. Fingers crossed yet again against Crown. I'll be on the air with the broadcast of that second game on Saturday against the Storm, 3 p.m. The opening tip, uh, pregame 2:40 240 to 2:45 depends on how long my conversation with uh, Coach Bolkowski is on that Correct. day. But anyway, that's uh, that's what's coming up for them. Women's basketball flip flop. Women are at home tomorrow against St. Scholastica, 7 p.m. The opening tip. I'll be on with the pregame at 6:45. Again, fingers crossed. And then they are at Crown on Saturday at 3 p.m. So everybody's flip flopping depending upon what's going on. And then to round things out, last but not least, men's track gets their second. Indoor meet, I guess regular season meet. Is that what we're going to call it, I guess? Yeah, basically. Okay. That's yeah. what it amounts to. Yeah. Second uh, um, indoor meet. Second time the Saints Glasgow has hosted on the men's side. The women have been hosted by us. W Spears hosted the women's side. It'll be that way for the whole indoor season. And then the championships fall that way too. Yeah. Was that a agreement with Saints Glasgow to do it that way? Was that the plan?
0: Well, I mean, there's only two schools in the UMAC that can host. Yeah. Because they have indoor facilities, and that's us and CSS. And when you're just looking at capacity limits that you have for your different facilities, you, you realize you have to split this up a little bit. And right, it just, yeah. it, it worked out best. So it was, it was a coordinating effort. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was a, a, a Corey at the UMAC and the coaches did a, a heck of a job. It's his birthday today, by the way. It is his his so happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to the commissioner. Yes. But it's, uh, yeah, it's, they, they did a really nice
1: job of laying this out to make sure that those athletes got a season. Oh, very cool, yeah. But the men will be running their second of the two um, indoor meets for 2021 at the Burns Wellness Commons in St. Scholastica before they go off to the UMAC Championships. They'll again be hosted at St. Scholastica. Those are going to take place on Saturday, March 6th. The women, of course, are off until the 27th when they will host the UMAC Championships at Lady Ethering Fieldhouse. So, like I said, a coordinating effort to try to get all of that in. and uh, But that's uh, what we have upcoming this week, so... Um, fingers crossed that all that fingers gets crossed.
0: In. Absolutely, knock on wood. Throw the salt over the shoulder. Right. Yeah. You exactly. Know, whatever, yeah, I mean, whatever your superstition is, we'll we'll take all of them. As right always, the one you can probably add to that is Monday men's basketball, the makeup game against Northwestern. Right. Yeah. Which is on Monday the
1: twenty second at seven o'clock. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Fingers crossed on that one. So yeah, everything is is well. We're just doing the best we can. Uabsyellowjackets dot As always, best place to go and find out those games are still going to be correct. Yeah. So.
0: We want to thank our guests here for this week: Head Coach C.J. Schaffner from the Yellow Jacket Tennis Programs, Maya Callaway from the Women's Tennis Team. We'll thank our our engineer, our duct taped man, Elliot Sweary, and uh, you, big sound Matt Johnson. Thank you very much. Oh,
1: no problem. You know, I, I wish we would have been able to do it last week, but you know, better late, better than, late never. than never. Absolutely.
0: Yep. So for all of them, this is John Garver saying so long, and thank you again for listening to Eye of the Swarm.